Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. We all have different giftings. The skills we hone, the talents we possess, they all stem from the very purpose God placed us on this earth to do, to further his kingdom. But we do this in different ways, and it looks different for everyone. Some very literally are called to the mission field in other countries. But many times, we further God's kingdom right where we are, in our work, in our homes, in our businesses, in our giving, in our actions, in our words, in what we don't say. And today, I want to talk about these gifts, what they are, and how to know which ones you may have. In the next episodes, we'll chat about how you can turn your gifts into goals and how to use your gifts in your business for the glory of God. I'm really excited about this series. I've been wanting to do it for a while. I've been talking about it for a while, and I hope it blesses you and encourages you that you were made for such a time as this and that God wants to use you and your gifts that he gave you. All you need to be is willing. Here's the thing. When Jesus left this earth, God gave us the Holy Spirit to guide us and help us spread the good news. He gives each of us spiritual gifts so that we can draw others to him. John 14, 16 through 17 says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be with you. I love that we don't have to do it alone, that God gave us a precious gift of the Holy Spirit to be our guide. We don't have to wait for him to come, and you don't have to be having, you don't have to be specially chosen to receive him. We have access to him as soon as we become believers. Isn't that so cool? Before we dive into the spiritual gifts, though, I want to be clear. Alone, apart from God, we can do nothing. I want you to consider that as you learn what your spiritual gifts are and how you can use them to make an impact. God gives us these gifts to fulfill his purpose through us. It's not us alone that we should boast of the gifts we have. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Know where these gifts come from and give God the glory for them. One other thing I want to note before we dive into the spiritual gifts. Talents and spiritual gifts are different things. You can only possess spiritual gifts if you are a Christian. Talents are skills or abilities you have that you can hone whether you're a Christian or not. Also, spiritual gifts aren't given to us for our benefit, but rather to benefit the community around us. We are to use them to know God and make him known, not to put ourselves on a pedestal. 
Ephesians 4, 11 through 12 says, Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Do you see that? We have a responsibility with the gifts we are given. So what are the spiritual gifts? Let's talk about the different spiritual gifts that we could possess. Now, before I dive into that, I want to read 1 Corinthians 12, 1 through 11, which lays out a bunch of them and gives us a foundation for what we're talking about today. So here's what it says. Now, about the gifts of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray to mute idols. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them, and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. Or another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. I love that because it really gives us a basis for what we're talking about. And you know what? There are all different resources out there that tell you all the different types of spiritual gifts there are. And some are break it down into just a few spiritual gifts. Some break it down into a ton of them. Now we're going to talk about 14 different gifts that you could have. And one of the places outside the word that I researched them was from the crew website, which I'll leave a link to a really great article from them in the show notes if you want to dive in a little bit deeper. I grew up in Campus Crusade in high school, and I helped in college, and I can vouch for them being biblically sound and being a ministry that stands on truth. I really like how they broke down the spiritual gifts, and that's why I'm using those ones as we talk today. So the first gift you could have is the gift of administration. This is a gift of organization. Someone with this gift is good at directing and implementing plans to lead others in different types of settings. They are good at helping others accomplish their goals. If you like to coordinate events, working in administrative roles, planning and strategizing, then this may be one of your gifts. Now, what do I see this for online business or ministry? I see someone with the gift of administration as being either an online business manager or a virtual assistant, maybe even a project manager. They're very detail-oriented, and they have that gift of organization. The second gift is apostleship. You'll see someone with this gift starting new ministries or going into places where people haven't heard about Jesus yet. If you like to start new things and you have a heart for mission work, that may be a sign you have this gift. Now, with this gift, I can really see you being someone who starts a ministry. So it might not be an online business. It might be a specific ministry. All right, the third gift is the gift of discernment. Someone with this gift will be able to determine whether certain behaviors or teachings line up with the Bible. They will know when something is not from God, and this gift is important to help others be on alert of false teachings that may do damage in the community. So if you have the gift of discernment, 
you could make a great mentor for younger believers. I see someone with the gift of discernment to be able to have a coaching business or do some type of mentorship. Now, the fourth gift is evangelism. I'm going to put this out there. We are all called to share the gospel with others. So don't think that if you don't have this gift, you're not called to that, right? But those who have the gift of evangelism usually take on roles within the church or another ministry, and their focus is directed in outreach. And really, with this gift, you could be in any role. You could have the evangelism gift and be in all different types of roles. Uh, you can use it in your business or in your ministry. So I, I don't know if there's anything specific to point out there. Um, but number five, the gift of exhortation or of encouragement. Uh, someone with this gift has the ability to strengthen and encourage those who are struggling in their faith. These people motivate and challenge each other to grow in their faith. So if you're great at building others up, and leading them in the right direction with gentleness and patience, you may have this gift. And I see someone with this gift being a really great coach or mentor. So you could have a coaching business or some type of mentorship somewhere where you're leading people one-on-one -on -one or even in a group setting, but helping challenge others. You're sharing some truths with them, but you're also encouraging them and building them up to go in the right direction. The sixth gift is faith. And yes, kind of like evangelism, as a believer, you have faith. So don't mix that up with the spiritual gift of faith. This gift is special because someone who has it expects God to move and is not surprised when he answers prayers. They expect mountains to move and they have the faith to believe it. Someone with this gift can be an encouragement for other believers to help them build their own confidence in how God moves. Uh, I, I see this as someone like in business, they are willing to take big risks in business or in their ministry because they just have that God-seated faith that anything is possible. The seventh gift is giving. Again, as believers, we should all be cheerful givers as the Lord directs. So that doesn't mean if you don't have the gift of giving, don't give, right? You should want to give and give in a way that he wants you to. However, some love to give of their time, their money, their resources. Someone with this gift may be great at hosting as they are hospitable and always seeking opportunities to help others. They never complain about having to give of their time or energy to serve others. They may support ministries financially or provide resources for charities or for mission work. And in business, I see someone who likes to give as a really good event planner. So you could, you could run your own event planning business, but I see that as something that you could use to um, grow a business, but also use your gift of giving. Number eight, the gift of helping. People with this gift often find themselves in roles that are focused on caring for others. They are the ones who will bring you a meal when you've just had surgery. They're the ones offering to drive you to the airport. They'll be the first to push a fundraiser that helps underprivileged kids. They help others with their own gifts, and they make good sidekicks. This is the helper, the helper role. They look for needs to be met, and they meet them. In business, I see this as an assistant role. Someone who, it could be a virtual assistant. It could be um, kind of like a assistant to the CEO, whatever it is, but somebody who 
can see the needs and help meet them, and they help hone the other person's skills. So I, I love this gift. It's such an important role. Number nine, the gift of leadership. If you have this gift, you will put time and energy into helping others succeed and grow their own gifts. People with the gift of leadership inspire others to accomplish their God-given goals. They're skilled in communication. They have a vision that is both inspiring and gets people motivated to be a part of it. They also can shepherd others into deeper relationship with Christ and to a deeper relationship with each other. Now in business, I see the person with the gift of leadership to sometimes just be an influencer in some way, um, maybe a motivational speaker or a group coaching leader. Someone with this gift could be really good at taking on group coaching. The 10th gift is mercy. Someone with the gift of mercy is full of compassion for the hurting and they want to relieve others of their own suffering. They see suffering around them and want to take it all away. You'll find someone who has the gift of mercy in a place that provides care for others. They make good counselors, but also help with more menial things such as providing meals, going to the hospital or home visits, and so many other things. Someone with this gift, I could see them helping start a ministry that aids in relief of suffering of a certain group, maybe even a prison ministry or a teen center or a women's shelter or so many other things, but somewhere where people need that help. and. Um, I love that you can make an impact with that gift. Number 11, the gift of pastoring. If you have a spiritual gift of pastorship, you are a great teacher, you're a great guide, and you're a protector of other believers. They are all, um, with this gift, you're able to kind of break down the word of God into easy to understand ways and help believers apply it to their lives. Now, this is a big role because if you have the gift of pastorship and you're a pastor, um, you have the responsibility of leading them into truth too, of breaking down the word in a truthful way, right? And so I see this role, it, you could end up being a pastor or even a spiritual speaker because uh, usually if you have the gift of pastoring, you're also a great teacher. Um, so that's that. Number 12, the gift of service. Someone with the gift of service will most likely be working behind the scenes to make sure everything is working smoothly and effectively. They love to serve and take on tasks that will help others to focus on the in front of the scene things, um, similar to a helper, but serving and helping, they're two kind of different things. But I see someone who likes to serve, if you're looking at building a business, to be a service provider of some sort, um, whether you're providing assistance in website building or assistance in tech or whatever it is, writing copy. But you have, if you have this gift, then you like to do that behind the scenes things that will help someone else out. You might also make a really good virtual assistant. The 13th gift that we're going to talk about is the gift of teaching. Someone with a gift of teaching can instruct others in God's word and communicate his word effectively. You'll see them leading small groups or Bible studies, and they may even be great at one-on-one -on -one mentorship. So some things that I thought about for business or for making an impact is that a lot of um, those with teaching gifts could make good motivational speakers or authors. So if you like to speak, motivational speaking might be your gig. If you like to write, authorship might be your gig. Blogging might be your gig. Also group coaching because 
They are good at mentors. They're good at leading small groups. So I could see um, someone with this gift of teaching to be able to lead effectively in group coaching as well. Uh, the fourth and final gift we're going to talk about today is the gift of wisdom. Someone with the gift of wisdom has a good, sound, biblical perspective on things and can speak into others' lives with that perspective. They are great resources when chaos arises or stressful situations surface or there's just so much tension. Those with this gift of wisdom often make good counselors or mentors. They set aside their own feelings and they look at what is under the surface. They look at, um, you know, what's truth and they bring it all together. Again, in business, you'll find those with this gift to be good coaches, whether in a one-on-one -on -one or group setting, they may be leadership trainers as well. So those are some of the different gifts you could have. But a question that often comes up is, could I have them all? And part of what makes us unique is that we have different gifts based on who we are and what God has called us to do on this side of heaven. If we possessed them all, each of these 14 gifts, then we wouldn't need each other. And it's a beautiful thing to know when we use and share our gifts together, we can reach even more people. I, so I actually believe that we could have different gifts in different seasons. Like God maybe gives us the gift of wisdom for a time and then we get the gift of discernment for another time and so on. But we each possess the gifts we need to do what God wants us to do. Remember, apart from him, we can do nothing. And the gifts we have are meant to fulfill his greater purpose. Romans 12, six through eight says, in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. I love this verse because it does show, it breaks it down that you are given a specific gift for a specific purpose. And if you had all the gifts, kind of like if you were in all the things and you had too much on your plate, you wouldn't be able to do everything well. You'd only be able to do it mediocre. But if you have just a few things, one gift, two gifts, three gifts, you can use them well. So how do I know which ones I have? I'm guessing you're asking that. <laughs> Let's talk about three ways for you to know which gifts you might possess. The first way and the best way is to really get quiet with the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal it to you. Like take some time in your morning time, take some time in your quiet time and really ask him, what, what gift do, have you blessed me with? What can I use to serve others? What can I use for your glory? He's, he'll reveal it to you if you want to know. But it takes us getting still and getting quiet. Number two, I want you to write down the things that you enjoy. How do you help? How, how are ways that you've found that you have helped others in the past? Maybe even journal about each gift, any stories in your life, to reveal you've used any of them in your life and break it down that way. Look in the past and see, have I used the gift of serving? Have I used the gift of wisdom? Do I find that I'm really good at discerning things? Like write that down, write down instances. It'll help you to kind of break it down and see 
what parts of the spiritual gifts that you have. And number three, ask a friend or a wise counsel. Ask a pastor or your mentor. See and see if they can um, see any gifts in you. Like what do they see when they see you at work, right? Um, so that's a really important way to find out. Finding out from other people what they see is really, really effective. So first, get quiet with the Lord. That's the most important step. Second, journal different things that you enjoy. Journal about each gift and how you've maybe used different ones in your life. And then third, ask a friend or wise counsel what they've seen in your life. So there are also spiritual gifts tests that can help you see your own tendencies. So you could definitely take a quiz or a test. But the one thing I don't want is for you to put yourself in a box and say, I only have this gift and then make excuses for why you can't blink because you don't have that gift. God isn't an inside the box kind of God and seasons change. What he calls you to may shift. So don't get stuck in a rut thinking you can only have one or two gifts and no others ever, right? Um, You will have the gifts that you need to serve the purposes God has for you. So why is knowing which gifts you have important for your online business? Here's why. Because it can help you to see what type of business or product offering may suit your strengths. And when you're building your business with the gifts you have, then you can make more of an impact for others and draw even more people to the Lord. Isn't that so cool? When we live in our gifts, we're not doing it alone. We're doing it with God. Again, apart from God, we can do nothing. So if we hone those gifts and we follow those strengths, then we can make a larger impact. So the last thing I want to talk about is what do you do once you learn the spiritual gifts you have? How can you use them in your business, your ministry, and life to glorify God? Well, this is a little teaser because you're going to have to join me next week as we continue talking about this. Your gifts are in your possession for a reason. Allow God to work through you and those gifts. You never know whose life you'll affect if you say yes to the call. Before we go, I just want to pray with you as you dive into figuring out which spiritual gifts you have and what you can do with them. Dear Lord, I just thank you so much for each and every one of these precious listeners. And I thank you that they took the time out to listen to this episode and to hear what the different spiritual gifts are. And I thank you, Lord, for giving us your Holy Spirit and for giving us those spiritual gifts so that we don't have to go at it alone, so that we can use them to make an impact, to turn our passion and purpose into impact. And I thank you that you will reveal those to us if we just ask. I pray for each of these listeners as they go about their week and uh, listen in the quiet time and journal down different things or ask a friend or a mentor that they will really seek you in this and hear from you what their gifts are so that they can figure out how to use them to make an even bigger ripple effect impact. Thank you so much for loving us enough to give us these gifts and to give us the Holy Spirit. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Until next time, in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. 
If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.